0: Hello, very warm welcome. This is Benjamin Schumann. And today I want to spend a few minutes of talking about the recent AnyLogic conference that happened in Austin. So, once a year AnyLogic does the conference. And typically there are about 100-150 people attending. But because I know there are a lot more people using AnyLogic, I thought it might be interesting to those to get a feeling for what the conference was like, what the main themes were, what the inspiring thoughts were. Uh, and also just the news that AnyLogic is talking about, where they want to move the tool towards to what AnyLogic 9 is going to look like, stuff like that. I know at least in the LinkedIn form, there are more than 4,000 people. So I hope this is interesting. If I get slight details wrong, someone from the technicalities, please excuse it, but I, I try, I, I took close notes. So I try to be, um, accurate. All right. So let's get started. As I said, there were about 120 people maybe attending. I didn't count, but it was a really good number and it's growing every year. It occurred in Austin this year, piggybacking on one of the InForms conferences. Really nice venue, Um, as usual, it's a lot of fun just going there for that. Um, And I could pick out three themes. They're not officially announced but there was a lot of talk about artificial intelligence, there was a lot of talk about the cloud and how they want to develop the cloud further and also uh, a bit about user interface stuff. So let's start with news about AnyLogic. Um, Just recently they uh, released 8.4 and they went a little bit into what has changed there couple of news on the uh, material handling library that has already been out but has been upgraded so there's now full autonomous driving and they showed us a few nice demos of that but i think the focus of the news that they wanted to announce was about the cloud so they showed us if you uh, buy the private cloud option which is very expensive or if you buy the private cloud light option which is not that expensive. I, I don't know exact prices. Um, then you can start building your own custom web UI from now on. You know, in the normal public analogic Cloud, they they give you a user interface. It's a slight blue theme. Um, and it's good enough for, for simple purposes, but most people need their own stuff. So they showed us how you can do that from now on. So you can, Basically, ask a web developer to create a, a JavaScript uh, web front end. It can also be done in HTML and soon in Python, where you have a web front end that is basically the user interface to your model. It can also be the experiment setup screen. And if you want, you can only just um, have like a run button and add a couple of JavaScript charts or Python charts or even Tableau charts. Um, And just not even show the model just have a a run button and then the charts will populate or if you prefer you can have a little part of your user interface to show the default any logic view i.e the simulation experiment animation 3d 2d whatever you want or it can be a mix of any of those you can add wizards um, to guide your users through that and you have all the benefits of a modern web user interface Um, And essentially, the workflow would be such that you just send your users the web link, you know, this is this is the latest version, go have a look, and they can play around with it. It would then obviously run on your servers if you have the private cloud, or on the private cloud light is basically you have your own little server, just one server, or your own laptop, and it would run on that. So... It was very exciting to see that. In my opinion, it was a little disappointing to hear that it's only going to be for the private cloud uh, options and not for the public cloud. As far as I understand it, just to recap briefly, the private cloud is you basically buy a very expensive uh, license to have the full cloud capability of any logic, but put it on your own servers and use as many of those as you want forever. The private cloud light is the full uh, cloud experience but you can use it only on one server with up to 16 cores or 32 cores something like that so that's the limitation Um, then you can buy a public cloud license or subscription i think that's two thousand dollars a year that's the only number i do know roughly and there you can upload your models to the public cloud obviously keep them private and only share it with people who have links and up to four people can run your models um, using the public cloud, and there's unlimited runtime. Whereas if you don't have any of those, you only have access to the public cloud, and the runtime is limited, and also the the are limited. So, maybe in the future it will be interesting to see if they, if they open this up to the public cloud subscription as well, that'd be great. Then we had uh, a lot of talk about artificial intelligence, especially reinforcement learning. There is a collaboration going on with a company called SkyMind and they had a joint presentation where they actually showed one of the uh, traffic light models that AnyLogic comes with um, where they used reinforcement learning to optimize the uh, traffic light pattern. There's already an existing optimization model and quite neatly they now put reinforcement learning on top and compared optimization to reinforcement learning and see how much better it's doing. Now, the real news here, the real breakthrough is that it's, a, it's an official collaboration. So, SkyMind is a company that apparently w- tries to create workflows for tools like AnyLogic, so the users can use the power of AI seamlessly. And they're currently working on that, but you can already start using it. They're currently literally writing up the documentation and creating a few example models. Um, if you go to um, http colon slash skymind, so sky and slash you can sign up to get more information on that. And as soon as they've released the documentation, you will be able to start playing with it. And you will be able to upload your own models and start that reinforcement learning workflow. What it's going to look like in in detail, I'm not sure myself. I'm really curious. It's work in progress, and they're also looking forward to feedback. So we we can be the beta testers here and and share our thoughts how this could be done better or differently. So that's really exciting, really, really cool. Uh, Again, one of the things where any logic, as far as I know, seems to be the absolute uh, thought leaders in the simulation space. Let's talk a little bit about AnyLogic 9. Uh, They shared quite a bit of news about that as well. So, AnyLogic 9, they said likely 2020, which in my experience means 2021. Um, The goal is going to be threefold. First, they are completely over revamping the user interface for us developers, the developer user interface literally the stuff that you see when you open any logic the program the desktop program it's going to be a web ui Uh, you're going to have the server side um, and then uh, the client side stuff so you could in theory run any logic even on a server and develop your models remotely if you wanted to Um, there were a few concerns about responsiveness but they think they're on top of that I have worked with any logistics which has a much better, much more responsive user interface, so I trust they they will be able to figure it out. Um, So that's that's active research and active development that they're doing at the moment. Much overdue, I would think the user interface is really starting to feel old and, you know, Eclipse is just beyond its prime now. So I think it's also a good, uh, a move in the right direction to just you know, stay stay current. Another theme for AnyLogic 9 is moving towards Git integration and parallel development. So, um, you know, you can already work on models in parallel and and use Git, but it's not very native. It's always messy. You have to follow specific rules. One thing they mentioned, which was interesting, is that likely one class is going to be one file, making it much easier to work with Git um so and they will also apparently provide some support for merging conflicts and stuff like that so we'll stay tuned there were lots of details around that but it would be very great if they focus on that because i see so many people starting to work with any logic models in teams and everybody has the same problems the third theme was um, python so andre borchev the ceo literally had a Uh, slide up there saying dot 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 cannot be ignored anymore question mark and ask the audience what is the dot 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 what cannot be ignored anymore nobody really had an idea i was thinking licensing maybe (laughs) but the answer was python Um, because apparently many many power users and external people are just you know highlighting this java is getting less and less attention and python is just keep keeps on going so, first message from them was Java will stay. They love Java, you know, and it's extremely powerful. It just lends itself good for simulation modeling. But, quote, we will open any logic to Python users. Now, again, they were quite um, adamant that this is research. They haven't figured it out yet. They're playing with different options. But ideas that they're having is to keep the engine in Java and maybe use or use Python code that uses input and map it to Java, or they actually keep two engines running in parallel, one for the Java engine and one purely for Python code. Um, That's ongoing. Likely, it will be the mapping solution, but we'll see. Also, um, on top of that for AnyLogic9, they will merge uh, the many different markup objects. You know, we have paths and walls and um, you know roads and rails for example you know all basically being lines with different characteristics so stuff like that is going to be merged that's good simplifying stuff and also one interesting thought for the anylogic cloud with anylogic 9 because you will have the one class equals one file setup you will also should be able to split your models and run them in parallel so currently you can only run one instance of your model on one core and run many instances in parallel. That's not a problem, but in the future you should be able to split your model and run one instance on several cores. Because, you know, the more advanced models of AnyLogic, and the more advanced users really build amazingly huge models and running them just on one instance is is getting very long, very time-consuming. So, that's also a very good move in the right direction in my opinion. So, let's keep talking a little bit about one of the main themes, artificial intelligence. Um, it was very interesting to see that there were many more talks than usual about optimization, not artificial, artificial intelligence. So, uh, in terms of practitioners and actual work, There seems to be a lot more going into the direction of optimization. Um, But now AnyLogic is pushing for artificial intelligence. I assume it's just the delay of people actually implementing stuff in industry, which just takes a while to catch up that we had this discrepancy. Um, But I thought it was, again, a thought deposition. They decided this year to have a panel to just discuss artificial intelligence and simulation. And it was really interesting to see. We had five people on the panel and uh, one moderator, a very senior guy from PwC, and the the panel was split. There were about two people who literally were not any logic practitioners. They came from AI startups um, that that focus on AI. Uh, Then we had pure practitioners, myself and Dave Buxton, um, who've played a little bit with AI, um, but you know, are not AI professionals uh, and we had one woman from PwC sort of I saw her in the middle I think she's done simulation and AI and she focused on, on AI ethics which was really interesting so we had this range of people uh, and it was interesting to see for me how the AI people predicted a very awesome AI future uh, with awesome results for simulation projects whereas the practitioners complained more about how hard it is. Everybody agreed that it is hard to solve problems with AI. Um, there, were, there was a little bit of, of mix-up in terminology, as is usual the case. Most of the AI discussion floated around reinforcement learning, which kind of makes sense for simulation models. Um, and here, you know, practitioners were complaining, it is just very hard to set Reward functions correctly and set the solution space correctly, and just get it all right and get sensible solutions out of it. It's just a lot of work, um, but still, it was a super interesting discussion. We had very good feedback afterwards. People were saying, you know, this was the best bit of the conference, and I, I would agree. It, it just shakes up things a little bit. You have even with a two-day conference, you have the um, the routine. With talk, 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 break, talk, 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 and then having like a a one and a half hour panel discussion. Uh, We had good questions from the audience. We had good interaction. That was, that was really nice. Um, I also want to give out some awards, (laughs) my private little awards, uh, one for the best talk. And to be honest, I think there were two. Um, the, I think, the first one was the talk by Mosimtech, a US-based simulation consulting firm, and they talked about the, the future of Walmart and the new kind of um, supermarket that merges people ordering stuff online and it being pre-packed for them, and they collect it with a car, but also them moving uh, through, the, through a smaller supermarket and collecting fresh items while the, the remaining stuff is already pre-picked for them. And all the logistics that come with that and the, the warehouse Um, I think they did a really good job because it was a great idea, everybody could relate to it. They did great visualization to explain it and also showed us quite well how they built the simulation model. That was really nice. And the other best talk, uh, same level, came from Transocean with Jason Baker. He did very great explanations of how oil drilling works. And he built a model um, about oil drilling. Um, but it was just very engaging, very visual, that kind of stuff. So, so I enjoyed that. I have another insight for, uh, another award for best insight. I think that goes to, um, Luigi Manca and Fernand Nemex from, from Italy. They, he did a great job showing actual reinforcement learning with, uh, AnyLogic. I think the only talk that, um, showed something practical in that space. Um, and it was just very interesting to see how they did it. Um, they did it on top of what the client actually wanted. So they basically said for themselves, let's try to figure this out with reinforcement learning. Um, so that was that was really, really cool to see. And then the best thought award, you know just the best thought in my experience that that I picked up uh, also goes to Motech. I'm, I'm very sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to be biased, but in their talk they, They were talking about the problem of having a warehouse, and it was full of robots, and these robots need to share like an alley. And they weren't quite sure how the dynamics would work in an alley. And the the base model, um, they couldn't include it in the base model, it would have become too detailed and too slow as far as I understood it. So they had the idea, let's just create a sub-model for that one alley problem, investigate that, use the sub-model to get us the answers that we want for the main model, and just add the, the answers, the data into the main model. I thought that was a really good um, idea. You know, if you have to solve a problem, nobody can tell you how it really works in reality, or there is no data, why not just create a sub-model for it? Just solve the problem with a small sub-model and use that in your main model. Nice little idea. Uh, a few more things. There was a funny little uh, anecdote that Andre shared in his talk about the action chart dilemma. Some people might have followed that on on LinkedIn. Um, it, just in brief, Anylogic wanted to remove a feature from Anylogic called action charts, which are basically visual functions. Uh, other people's, including me raised the point that maybe don't want to actually do that because they are great for consulting consultants to explain algorithms visually to people just a great tool um and it, i think it's like a special award that should go to AnyLogic there because they handled the whole situation quite well they engaged in the discussion on LinkedIn they shared their uh, their perspective and their arguments uh, the community shared their perspective there were lots of people who were just agreeing with them saying yeah i don't need them but then there were uh, you know geeks like me who said eh, it would be really nice maybe you could just keep them just keep them hidden you know for default users that would be fine as well but just for the cracks whatever and they came up with a really good spin to the whole thing so initially they said okay we're going to keep them but hidden but now they're thinking, come on, let's actually then do it better. If the users want them, let's not just keep them. Let's put something, let's put a cherry on top. Let's make them better. So, you know, what a, what a nice spin of handing this stuff. So in, in one of the future versions, I believe you'll be able to convert uh, your messy big fat action chart to a simple function by using a mouse click. So good enough. Very nice. Um, so, you know, this kind of, interaction with the community I you know we have to value very highly uh, not self self-evident um, so it's a great thing and also it shows that you as the user of any logic can shape how the tool is being developed uh, in my ten years I think I've contributed to lots of development ideas and lots of features um, and you can do the same you know just engage good In summary, I think great conference, uh, but to be honest, I enjoy them always. Um, Some people told me this one was better than in previous years because the talks were more practical and showed actual successes and uh, actual implementations. That might be true, but I'm, I'm easily excited, so even talks that don't show practical stuff are good to me. I always enjoy the widespread themes yeah, and topics. They're so different. And I love that. There's no professional place where you have that. We had talks about, um, supermarkets, about mass school shootings, uh, about oil, oil digging, about factories, obviously, about healthcare policies, about human psychology, so many different things. I, I just like that. Um, so shout out to AnyLogic for keeping organizing that. Um, and, I'd be interested, if you were at the conference, obviously, to hear what your thoughts are. Uh, If you were not, let me know if this was useful, and I see you soon, thanks.